This is a Federal News Network podcast. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused a big upswing in spending across many parts of the federal government. In the case of the Navy and Marine Corps, contract dollars are up by nearly one-third this month compared to April of last year. But Navy officials say it's not just an influx of new appropriations that's let them get the cash out the door quickly. It's also because of a multi-year effort to streamline the procurement system. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. To be sure, the coronavirus pandemic was a big factor in the increase in dollars on contract. Like most other parts of the government, the Navy and Marine Corps are spending a lot to respond to the pandemic itself and to keep vulnerable parts of their supply chains afloat. But that's not the whole story, according to James Gertz, the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Research, Development and Acquisition. The Navy Department's ability to get cash out the door more quickly is also because of reform efforts that have been underway for at least the last two and a half years and emergency planning that started long before the COVID crisis. Some of this is strategies we have been placing to you know, get rid of bureaucracy, uh, streamline decision making, decentralize execution and create better business processes with our supply chain. I see that as, you know, remarkable efficiencies. I think a lot of that is getting rid of layers of bureaucracy that weren't needed. I think some of that is creating better partnerships so that uh, we can leverage cost and pricing data we already have. We don't have to send out an RFP to get a proposal back to confirm the data we had when we sent the RFP out. Uh, And some of that is just a continued sense of urgency and mission focus. As of Tuesday, the Department of the Navy had obligated $96.9 billion toward contracts in April, compared to $74.7 billion in April of 2019, even though more than 95% of its contracting workforce is working remotely. During the same month, those acquisition professionals also increased their use of distance learning for ongoing workforce development by more than 65%. Gertz says many of those efficiencies were born of necessity because of the pandemic, but there's no good reason the changes the Don has made shouldn't become part of the fabric of how its acquisition system operates. I think all of those are relatively sustainable activities. And as I mentioned, where I want to come out of this is that is now the standard. That's not, you know, crisis behavior or a point in time, because if we can make that the standard, we can leverage that efficiency to one, give us more resilience and two, allow us to then recap that increased business tempo into products and services for the warfighter. In some instances, the Navy had already been thinking through ways to accelerate the contracting process and its cash outlays, but the pandemic provided a major incentive to implement those policies early. For instance, Naval Sea Systems Command decided to release nearly $600 million in pending contractor payments it had been holding back, NAVSI usually retains about 10% of the dollar value of new ship construction or ship repair work until it's satisfied the job has been done adequately. We were already moving towards reducing that because we found it not to be a terribly effective tool in the long run using uh, you know, other tools to ensure we, the work was complete and we had warranties on the work. Uh, and so we had already been kind of moving down that path experimentally. We thought it was in everybody's best interest to move to that quickly. Uh, and particularly because a lot of that retention had an overly large impact on mids and small subcontractors. We are only as strong as our industrial base. And so as we attacked this problem, that was, uh, that was something that I felt was an appropriate means to ensure that they understood how important 
uh, they were to the Department of the Navy and that we were as trusted partners in this, all working together to keep the industrial base strong and ready for us uh, as we come out of this. The Dawn is also speeding up its use of small business innovation research and small business technology transfer programs to keep funding flowing to the smaller firms it needs for R&D work. The Office of Naval Research announced this week that it will open up $30 million in rapid funding via a broad agency announcement. ONR plans to spend $250 million through the same BAA over the next 90 days. But Gert says he thinks the Navy's ability to reorient its contracting apparatus quickly in response to the pandemic is largely because of a reform initiative the Navy Department began in 2017. The adjustments are comprised of what he calls the four Ds, decentralized execution, differentiation of work, digitization of operations, and development of talent. I tend to be lucky more than smart, but in hindsight, those four strategies, which we started two and a half years ago, the decentralized so that the workforce understood intent, uh, was in a culture of trust where we trusted them to make the right decision and that we de-layered. That's gold in a crisis, right? The ideas of differentiating the work so we weren't trying to apply the same tool to every job. Digitizing the work has been, mo- has been money because, you know, if we had not figured out how to digitize the work, we would have never been able to operate with efficiency while we're massively you know, in a uh, distributed telecom nature. And then developing a workforce means they have the confidence and I have the confidence in the workforce to allow them to run at speed. And so we had a solid foundation. I always talk about pivot speed. We originally talked about pivot speed in terms of pivoting to, uh, to mobilizing for war if we needed to. That same mindset and that same kind of culture has allowed us to pivot very quickly to operating in this unplanned kind of contingency, but in a manner that I think has been very effective. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, If you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.